Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is the Grit and Barrett podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Carter Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. How is everyone doing on this Monday, January 24th? It is another hockey weekend. We are deep into January. In fact, January is almost done with, dare I say, almost all-star time. And if you listen to the previous podcast on the Friday Faceoff, you'll hear my thoughts about the NHL and ECHL All-Star Game. How about that for a shameless promotion? How's everyone doing? My name is Richard Blosser, welcoming you to another episode. And boy, do we have a big, big weekend of Bears hockey to talk about to each and every one of you. But before we start... Just a reminder to everyone that we are presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Ding, ding, ding. All right. So, this past Saturday, the Bears were back at it in one of the greatest times of the year. Take it. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Can I say that on a podcast without, you know, getting into trouble? Not quite possibly, but who knows? Let's keep going. Let's keep going. It is the night that we've been waiting for as Bears fans for two long years. The last one we had, it was all the way back before the world went crazy in December 2019. Remember that time when we didn't have to worry about masks or mandates or political hargo-bargle. We just cared about lovely, delicious hockey. And we still do. Anyway, I'm rolling right now. Let's keep this going. So, since... The world went crazy and shut down. We've been waiting for this night. Teddy Bear Toss Night had returned to Giant Center on a weird date in January instead of December. Because normally, boys and girls, we have this in December because it's the time of giving. It's the time of throwing these bears so we can give these bears to children around the holidays to different organizations and hospitals all throughout the PA area moving it to January was a very uh, mind-boggling move by many a fan base but considering what happened with the great virus it was probably for the better that it did get moved and when we got to Giant Center 
Saturday night, my beloved was off. I was there. I had eight Walmart bags ready to take in. My buddies brought many bags of their own. We were ready to go on a balmy eight-degree night here in Hershey. Oh, boy, was it hockey weather, boys and girls, as we welcomed the Hartford Wolfpack into town. And when we got in, there was an energy in the building that I had not felt in over two years. There were crowded concourses. There were long food lines. I mean, yes, sure, these are normal things. There were long food lines. People had the lower bowl filled up as we got to warm-ups. Friend of the podcast, Jared Ronsky, put a little extra oomph-da when he said, Your Hershey Checks Watch E Bears. Ooh, he's all ready to go tonight. I mean, he he, he got the oomph-da in that one. And there was a buzz in the building that I hadn't felt in a long time. In fact, dare I say an almost playoff atmosphere where people held their breath and hung on every single play. There were lots of people here. There were people getting up during play, drinking beer, loud kids. You know, things you kind of take for granted when you go to a random Wednesday night game and there's only 2,000 people there. Ha! So, Saturday, with bags in tow, with bears ready to go. Actually, in my case, a rather nice-sized Hello Kitty Naruto edition in my hands, ready to go. Oh, trust me, this thing flies. It's gonna, it's gonna clonk somebody when it gets down to the lower 100 levels. But we're all watching the bears skate out, and we have some bodies back in the lineup. Big Beck is back. So is Eddie. Oh, good big beefy boys are back in the lineup. So maybe the boys won't get pushed around as hard. AJ's back in the lineup after getting into Washington this past week and was brought back down. Again, everybody was ready to go. And one other thing I noticed before we get into the game itself, that when we had the national anthem and it was singing and we got to and the Rockets, I heard a lot of red glare. I looked down I went, ooh, we got Capitals fans here, all right? So, and into the final verse, when he went, oh, say tuz, you heard a lot of, oh, and I mean a healthy, oh, that's not what it sounds like, throughout the entire audience. And I'm looking around, and I'm going, oh, healthy amount of Orioles fans here too. Not like they got anything else better to do, but wow, we have a smattering of people from the Baltimore, lots of Orioles fans. Oh boy. Lots of people here. And even when we got to the land of the free, the singer stopped and a loud, healthy go bears erupted from the crowd. Oh, God, yes. Were we ready for this game? I don't know where that came from, but again, let's keep going. And the faceoff was ready to go, and you felt electricity in the air. Everybody hanging off of checks. You heard the crunch into the boards. Oh, shots. Ah, and just again, almost dare I say a playoff atmosphere hanging on every pass, every shot, every save, and just waiting for that puck to go into the net. But Hartford ready to play spoiler because they were shut out in their own teddy bear toss night in Hartford. (laughs) This is your daily reminder that God hates Hartford. So in the first Hartford spread, 
presses really hard in the first period, just throwing a lot of shots on goal, determined to get the first points on the board. And credit to Hartford, they actually played half decently. I mean, they're first place in the division for a reason, but they were missing a lot of their key firepower. Brodzinski wasn't there. Um, Anthony Greco wasn't there. A lot of their big names were up with the taxi squad in the Rangers. And Keith Kincaid was in net, our old buddy, for the Hartford Wolfpack, a man who is 12-1-2 for the Wolfpack this season. So there's there's a good reason why these guys are 17-10-3-2 and are up near the top of the division. But the Bears get a power play about five minutes in off of a rather weak cross-check. It was more of a, yeah, on the back of the shoulder, and the ref went, no, no, that's a penalty. You're going. Uh, <laughs> okay. Weak sauce, as the kids like to say, but all right, let's go. And they get everything s- set up. Domoski wins a face-off. Boy, we're really missing guys like uh, Molson in those face-off circles and gets the puck out to the point. Uh, round throws it down low. Pinho's got Pinho's got it. Throws it to AJ. AJ back down low to Pinho. Pinho back to AJ from the circle. Rister scores! Scores! AJ scores! Go! Go! Throw the Bears! Throw them! Go! 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 And they're off! And we're off! And the teddy bears are flying! Zach even said on the goal, goal call, sweet, cuddly mayhem! Uh, Zach? Sweet, cuddly mayhem? Uh, it's a big game. He's trying out new stuff. Okay, let him go. Let him go. It's a big game. Just let him do. As the kids like to say, you do you. But who cares about that? We got teddy bears. We're throwing them. I'm throwing them. Hand me another bear. Get Go! Look at, oh, oh, look. It's a big Tom Tukey from Animal Crossing. Aren't you adorable? Pfft, get out of here. Give me something. Give me some. Oh, look. A small, but, yoink. Uh, give me another one. Give me another one. Oh, look. A sloth. As the kids like to say, yay. Right up and go. Hand me another. Another bag. Come on. Go. Go. Throwing them. Chucking them. I'm probably hitting people in the lower bowl, but they're not caring. A big giant Reese's stuffed bar. I hold it up like Simba. They see it down below me and yeet. Up and over it goes. Oh my God. Teddy bears. Stuffed animals. Giant bears. Lions. Cubs. Pokemon. Minions. You name it. Two years of collecting. Two years of sitting on teddy bears. Two years and of just waiting to go back to a hockey game. To see a goal and to stand up and cheer and yell and scream and lose your voice in this freaking hockey game was back, baby! Am I yelling? I'm yelling. Sorry. Sorry about that. Let me... Hold on, everyone. Hold on. Let me just... Just get some water here. Shall I take a deep breath? <sighs> okay. All right. All right. Okay. We're good. We are good. All right. So, before that, um, it's great to see it again. And the Bears are just flying up and over. We've got we got the uh, Junior Bears out. We've got Jonesy out. The players see these giant piles of teddy bears and just jump right into it. Shane Gersich goes in. To it, their smiles. Zach Fucali grabs a really big bear. Is like, he's okay, guys. I got this. 
and just, oh, it's beautiful. But after a while, coaches said, all right, everyone out of the pool. Let's let them do their job. Come on. Come on. And we spend the next 45 minutes. (laughs) And I wish I was joking. Goal was scored at around uh, 720. And we're getting everything off the ice. We're collecting. There's a really big corner that pile in the corner out by the far goal. The, the Bears attack zone. That's almost up to the top of the glass. It's that bad. Um, so we're playing all of the music. We're playing everything. Ooh, we're playing Freddy. Don't stop. Don't stop me. Yes. And we transition that right into we had turbulence. God. All right. Oh, we're playing YMCA and shut up and dance with me. And, you know, all those songs that are supposed to get them kids moving. I'm showing my age. Shut up. But all this is just to kill time. People go down. This is when you head to the concession stands, grab a beer, grab some water, walk it off and relax at this point. And after around 8.05, we got the Zambonis back out. We do a dry scrape. Let's get everybody back out and play some hockey. And it's 8.07. Oh, boy. So, after a sit, after some fun, after grabbing some bears, 45 minutes later, we're back at it. Two teams still rather even as we are going into the first. And the bears are pressing later on in the period. Long wrister by Geiser gets blocked down. Hartford loves to get in the... To those shooting lanes. Shot by Pilon. Gets blocked out. Right to Pinho. Who shuffle boards it past Kincaid and into the net. Brian Pinho. 2-0 Hershey. Gets it past Kincaid. And you're just building off of the energy. And we end the first period at 8-20. Oh, this is going to be a long night, isn't it? We go into the second and it's only, it's 8.40. This doesn't feel right. This feels like the beginning of the third, not the beginning of the second. And we go through the entire second period. And there's only two notable instances. No, the Bears don't score. But um, as I'm working on some things on my phone, the Bears are in the attack zone. That's across from us down at 2.17. And I hear a thunk. I'm like, what the hell happened? And Pinho's down. Oh, oh God. Oh, no. Oh, no. He goes down, clinching his jaw. Oh, my goodness. Just to look from what my buddy Joe said, the, looks like the puck came up underneath the visor and caught him right in the jaw. Oh, God. And we heard that all the way up in 217. We heard that with all the people in this building, with lots of people here, and you still heard the rubber go thunk up against the human jawline right here. That's not good. So down the tunnel he goes. There's some blood. This, oh boy. He might be eating out of a straw for a while. And also, later on in the second, Keith Kincaid makes a slide over and his guy collides with them off of a rush. Oof. Kincaid loses his stick. He's a little gingerly to get back up. And he's really leaning on a stick. That's not good. But end of the second, still 2 nothing. Uh, Phoenix Copley is playing a really good game of hockey. We go back down. We go back up. It is 9.20. Oh, boy. Almost 9.30. And we're just starting the third. Oh, boy. 
and we notice Keith Kincaid did not come out for the third. Adam Huska, Huska was in net. I guess Kincaid's not, we're, we're, we were guessing, could have been leg, could have been groin, could have been a hammy, but Keith Kincaid, you're out. And in comes Adam Huska. All right, let's try get to this guy early. 23 seconds in. Bears rush the zone. They have a cold goaltender. Get to him early. Joe Snively wrap around and into the net. Far post. Beat Huska. 3-0 Hershey on the first shot of the third. Oh, boy, Huska. <laughs> Ooh, we did this to him up in Hartford a few years ago before the world went crazy. So, oh, boy. This could be one of those, one of those nights for uh, for him. We're still pressing it on in the third, getting it up there in shots. Long wrister by Geiser gets knocked down. Geiser gets his own rebound, scramble in front. AJ cleans up the rebound and scores. AJ gets it in for nothing. Hershey Huska looks to the heavens. Two goals on six shots, and he is rattled. Oh boy! And with this type of crowd. When you sense blood in the water, oh, you go after it. And, oh, did we ever. We did the old Charlotte slash Nashville chant. Huska, 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 you suck. Pull the goalie. What goalie? <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> he makes a save right after that. They give him the old Bronx cheer, and oh my God, you can hear it from section 125. Fans are going after Huska, just malice and just rattling a goalie. You haven't seen this in a long time. Is this, dare I say, fun at a hockey game we're having? Why, yes, yes. Why can't it always be like this? Well, okay, not every hockey game could be like this. But why, why can't they be more fun like this? This is fantastic. These are people who are coming to games, learning about hockey, having fun, maybe getting drunk, but having fun. This is fantastic. I love it. More of these games type, please. And uh, midway through the third, Rimshaw sort of skates in front of Huska, loses his balance and falls on him. And oh boy, Huska mad gets up and Pushes down Rimshaw. Oh, Eddie sees that and chooses violence. Come on. Come here. Shoving him. Huska bunks Demoski in the back of the head. Eddie wants to go at Huska. Copley skating up to the blue line like, Hey, hey, that's my boy. Hey, hey, what's going on down there? I got to come down there? You know he would. There's there's a scrum. Demoski gets sent to the to the box he gets 10 minutes but there's eight minutes left in the game so basically it's two a 10 and uh bye two 10 bye so both of them are gone whoever the Hartford guy was I'd like to care I really would but I don't so later on in the third and we noticed with the guys AJ's got two goals on the night it's a hattie watch and a slight death watch for Hartford and Hartford's trying to press. They're activating some of their defensemen more, but this leaves them wide open as as Gersich gets the puck out of the zone, chips it up and forward. AJ's in on a breakaway. Looks, stick side, scores! AJ! AJ, the phenomenal AJF does it! 
and that's it. A hat trick. Throw the hat. We've thrown bears. Throw the hat too. Go, go, go. I don't have a hat. Well, throw your... Nope. 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 And, oh my goodness. A teddy bear toss night and a hat trick. Axel Janssen Fialbi becomes the first Hershey bear to not only let the teddy bears fly, but have a hat trick on teddy bear toss night. In fact, I think the first hat trick on teddy bear toss night ever. And it was all a formality at this point. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Hartford. Bears win it 5 to nothing. the final. A 23-save shutout for Phoenix Copley. Good day at the office, everyone. Three stars of the night, and the game took over three hours to do. Jesus. Game ended around 10-20, and uh, third star went to uh, Garrett Pilon, uh, okay, who had two ass- three assists on the night. Good for him. Number two star should be Phoenix Cop Lee Snively. Joe Snively with a goal and two assists. Okay. Why? It, it, I mean, that that's that's good. Um, Pilon's three, ass, that's three assists. That's a good thing. But the goalie had a shutout that kind of puts you in. And number one star of the night, of course, hat trick and started the teddy bears flying. Axel Janssen Fialbi, who is just better than you. And while we're here, ladies and gentlemen, just let me say this. Enjoy whatever time AJ has left with the bears because the trade deadline is about a month and a half away. And we know the Capitals are going to be wheeling and dealing because there's a certain number 62 they really, really, really want to get rid of. And AJ would really fit that role as a speedy bottom sixer that they could rely on. And I mean sixer, I don't mean Stanford Pines from Gravity Falls. He is a bottom sixer that they could rely on and cheap just to get Carl Hagelin off the books. Maybe get Daniel Sprong after off the books. Maybe the Washington Capitals will finally stop, um, you know, signing former Penguins for the lols. Maybe after signing Matt Niskanen, Brooks Orpik, Daniel Sprong, and um, Justin Schultz for the lols, maybe they can actually look to their farm system now. And 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 um, I'm rambling. Sorry, that's a my pro. That's a me problem, and I will deal with it. So, yeah, but back to the issue at hand, as I was saying, AJ is a very real possibility that he does not finish the season in Hershey, but rightfully so for the development that this guy has had, who's turned himself into a speedy sniper that, is he elite talent? No. Is he good enough to be a bottom six or NHL guy? Yes. And that's what we are seeing, everyone. So... I say this, Bears fans, enjoy how much longer we're going to have AJ down here because I have a feeling it's not going to be too much longer. So Bears win it, 5 nothing the final. Fun time at the office, everyone. But we weren't done with Hartford just yet. Oh, no, we weren't because Hartford was back. Oh, wait a minute. I forgot one important thing before we go. 
to our sponsorship break. How many teddy bears did we toss? I hear you ask. How many bears did we throw onto the ice? Well, the final number came in at around 9.50 p.m. The number was not 10,000. And I'm Jared Bronsky did this, friend of the podcast, and I'll do it too. Not 20,000. Not 30,000. Not 40,000. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Lucky Land Slots. Asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 52,451 bears were tossed and or collected at that game on Saturday night. Good job at the office, everyone. Well done to each and every Bears fan and Bears Nation and to everyone who participated on Twitter. I know there were you Caps fans out there who are like, I need to get to this game. Yes. Yes, you do, because it is fantastic. It is glorious. It is a fun atmosphere. Dare I say, the best night of the year. So, great job. Yours truly got involved. Our crew does as well. My my road crew, the Shield, the Road Warriors, whatever we call ourselves. It's a combined effort by all of Bears Nation. And we thank each and every one of you. But we're not done yet. Because one more battle against Hartford came on a Sunday afternoon. And we will get to that in a moment after a word from our sponsor at DraftKings. Alrighty, Bears fans. As fun as Teddy Bear Toss was the NFL playoffs are upon us. And after a wild, chaotic, maddening, delicious madness of the divisional playoff weekend, it's time for Championship Sunday in the National Football League where only four teams remain. And that means four teams left for you to bid on at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team, bet just $5, and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Not a new customer? You can experience the conference championships with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same games for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 to win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 
Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, PA only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And now on with the show. As we are back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. And thank you, everyone. Because last week, last week's episode of O Canada did over 200 downloads. And the Friday face-off eclipsed 100 in just the weekend alone. That's all of you doing that. And that is, thank you so much to Saged Up Sports Retweet family, who's helped out with that as well. All of you have helped this show grow so much in the year that we have gotten up and running. And I assure all of you, there is more to come. But let's get back at it on a Sunday Three o'clock start. Oh boy, as we take on the Hartford Wolfpack once again. Now, unfortunately, we had an injury to deal with as Brian Pinho took a puck up high. He is out. No word on with him. We swapped some guys out. Christopher Brown was in. Uh was in. Marquise Vela was in on a back-to-back, and we actually have healthy bodies now. We can actually rotate people in more. Heck, Eddie Whitko, we can put him back on defense now. So the Bears are slowly getting healthier. Maybe not to where we would have thought by the beginning of the season, but, you know, we are slowly getting ourselves back there. But back at it again as we took on the Hartford Wolfpack. Now, unfortunately... Um, Hartford got reinforcements because the previous night, the New York Rangers assigned a good healthy amount of players back to the Hartford Wolfpack, which included Johnny Brodzinski, Anthony Greco, and others. You know, some of their heavy hitters were back with the Wolfpack. So this is not going to be the same team. This is going to be more difficult, but let's see where this goes. Zach Fucali is a net. Adam Huska's back in the net again. Oh, boy, with Taylor Wall backing him up. So we go at it in the first, and it's Hershey. Sorry, it's Hershey Park Pass Night. Oh, goody. What's Hershey Park Pass Night? I'm glad you asked. Hershey Park Pass Night is for whatever ticket you buy or season ticket you have, you get a Hershey Park Pass, which means, which is a $70 ticket which is good until the end of June. If you think about it, it's a nice it's a nice little play. You pay for a $32 ticket and you get a $70 Hershey Park ticket to go along with it. You buy a family four-pack, you get a four-pack of tickets you can use during the summer. And let me tell you this, boys and girls, um, May and June is not a bad time to go to Hershey Park, just saying. As someone who has a season pass myself. So it's great. Now the only problem is. Is that when we have these nights. People kind of show up only for the Hershey Park tickets. Like it is kind of night and day. Because it was a sellout on both nights. But on Saturday You had people who were there for a great cause and people who really wanted to watch a great hockey game and just take in the great atmosphere. Sunday. Yeah, I'm just here for the Hershey Park tickets. And it's 
it's uh it's it's a three o'clock start so you know you can come here for the afternoon i can take my kid home and he can get ready for school or virtual learning the next day so yeah uh, yeah we're here to see that you know thing that they're playing down there oh goody so when you hear me roll my eyes whenever a hershey park pass night comes around it's uh, it's not exactly the best crowd even though a lot of people show up there have been times when people have shown up gotten their hershey park tickets and turned around and walked right out because that's what they're there for sorry not sorry let's keep this going and um it's a bit more of a hard-hitting affair this time uh the wolf pack do what they did the previous game and just press hard the first five minutes they're using their legs they're getting that four check going three guys in two players deep one guy on the blue line waiting for an air and just not really letting the bears getting their legs going and um yeah this is this is a tougher game against hartford than what it was the night before and the Wolfpack were able to work it down low seven minutes into the period uh, Ty running, works it down low, throws it in front for Collie's down, goes for the poke check, sort of misses it, over to Tanner Fritz, who puts it into the net and scores. Fukali kind of misplayed that, went down low, committed to the poke check, and it did not come home. Tanner Fritz, his fifth of the season, scored his first goal in over a month. Why do we do this? And it's one nothing Hartford. Ugh, God. But the boys started pressing yet again. Third power play of the period. Yes, the Bears got three got three power plays and just keep pressing in. Once we got it set up, Alexia, long wrister. Axel throws it back in. Snively shuffleboards it past Tuska and it's tied the game. Joe Snively with his 13th of the season ties the game at 1-1 with one minute to go in the first period. We are tied at one point apiece. But, but, you think Hartford was going to go down that easily? Heck no. Um, as they just did the same thing they did before. Got the puck low. Look for bodies out in front. Zach Jones and Anthony Greco. That fragger. Greco just gets the p down low. Throws it in front. There's Johnny Brzezinski. Bam! Puts it far top corner and scores. Dear God, that's a nice shot. For his 12th of the season, Greco's 17th assist of the season. And um, as much um, as much as people were kind of getting on Fukali's case, that's just a really nice shot by Brzezinski. I didn't know, somebody didn't have him out front. Somebody didn't have him. And he was just sitting there waiting for it. And it's 2-1 Hartford. And Hartford's really pressing, really getting the physical game going. And, you know, I, I like that we had big bodies and we were pushing back. Dylan Mickelrath making friends. Eddie Whitko chose violence. Beck just pushing guys around, which is nice, which is nice. I like that we're going for the hits and we're pushing guys around. But, um, you know, um, I kind of like to see a little bit more of the speed and skill because that's what beat these guys. Yes. I like hits. Yes, I like that guys are willing to throw down. But, um, you know, playing a tough, slow-down game is not something you want to do against Hartford. You don't want to run and gun against these guys. 
but a grit and grind game, they can they can do that. And that's what a versatile team in Hartford can do. But the Bears, they do keep pressing, and they get a little bit of forechecking of their own. As Alexiev, long shot, misses. Gershich collects below, throws it over to Vecchione, who roofs it. Ping, ping, and in! Rattles the crossbar and drops in and ties the game at two. Uh, okay, Vecchione, fine. Scores his sixth of the season and ties the game at two. And we head into the third. And um, I'm not feeling really confident about this. I mean, yeah, sure, this is a slower Sunday game compared to the fast Saturday game, but it seemed like we used all of our our good juju. It seemed like we used all of our lucky bounces and puck and skill the last night. It's almost like we used all our energy on Saturday at the teddy bear toss, and then we got nothing for Sunday and are a little flat-footed because... 17 shots heading into the second. We know we're better than that. And credit to Hartford. They were shot blocking. Because I kept hearing a lot of thuds. Bam. 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 Shots off of shins and skates. Defensive guys getting a little greedy trying to get shots in on net. Especially Double A, who loves throwing those long shots. But they're not getting through. What are you doing, Alex? This is why Washington's not... Hasn't called your name as much as you wanted. You, you, you know, defense better there, kid. And we get late into the third. It's getting a little tense. Getting a little tense. I don't want to play this team in overtime. I really don't because they have speed and skill. And all the way back up to the point. Long wrister by Tara Reinen. Deflected by Richards. And it's into the net. It's in. Oh, my goodness. Justin Richards, a deflection, his third of the season, beats Fukali through the five-hole. Double screen deflection. Hartford scores with two minutes and change left in the third. And it's all that that's it, Jerry. I I I don't need to see any more. Now, did I bolt? No. No, I didn't. But you you, you felt it was over. The Bears pulled the goalie, but Nothing came of it, literally, and time ran out, and that was the end of the game. The score, Hartford 3, the Bears 2, to split the weekend with the Wolfpack. Uh, three stars were Double A Alexiev, Vecchioni, and Justin Richards. So that did it. Bears went 1 for 2 on the power play. Hartford went 0 for 2. Shots were 26 19 and um you know after the game as i was walking out because we kind of had some reservations we had to do um i started seeing hearing like some things from bears fans why'd we start fukali tonight why'd we start him he's not good zach fukali let in two bad goals it's as simple as that huh it did just like that yeah just like that too simple he doesn't let in those two goals we win well, thank you for that, Captain Obvious. But, but, you know what? I'll listen. You know, I, I hate that we're piling on Fukali because I don't think he's terrible. But, um, Brian John on Twitter posted this 
of some of Zach Fucali's numbers during the season. And, well, shall we? October 17th against Lehigh. One goal, one goal allowed on 24 shots. Against Charlotte. In Charlotte, one goal on 28 shots. I think that was the overtime game. Against Cleveland, one goal on 29 shots. Against In Springfield, three goals on 22 shots. Yeah, that's on the road. Fine. Three goals on 31 shots against the same team in Springfield in the return, but still got the win. Okay. Offense kind of bailed him out on that game. By the way, his first two games, Lehigh and Charlotte, he won those games. Um, OT win against Cleveland, and I think an OT loss against Springfield. All right. Everyone still with me? Good. The Hartford game, the road game, the burn the tape game, seven goals on 28 shots. Uh, took the L on that one against uh, Providence. I think that was Thanksgiving Eve. Three goals on 25 shots. Um, against Laval, back from the break. Four goals on 21 shots. Took the L on that one. Um, against Bridgeport earlier on the month. Two goals on three on 24 shots. Got the win. Um, against the Phantoms um, at home. Got the win. I think that was the overtime win. Three goals on 21 shots. Against the Marlies last weekend, four goals on 22 shots and an overtime loss. And just this past weekend, Hartford, three for 19 and taking the L on that one. So what's the net net on all that? Well, he is giving up a lot more of the goals ever since it looks like the Hartford game kind of broke him. And when he doesn't cross the three-goal threshold, he's okay. He's good. But whenever he gives up three or more, three goals against Springfield, the OT loss, three goals at home against Springfield, got the win on that one. That was an OT one, I believe. Um, The seven goals, yes, that was a loss. Three uh, against Providence, that was the Thanksgiving Eve game. I forget if that was an overtime one or not. Four goals against Laval. That was definitely a loss. Remember that one. Three goals against Lehigh, but that was an overtime win. The offense bailed him out. And four against Toronto was the overtime loss. Three against Hartford today was a straight-up loss. So a couple of those big goal games, he's had the offense to bail him out on that one. And I mentioned this to my friends. Are the team Is the team just more confident around Copley and, dare I say, Hunter Shepard than Zach Fucali. And Sean of the Calder Farm Stand was kind of correct. We saw him do really good against really bad teams last year and rewarded him for it. And so the Capitals could have an extra goalie in the pipeline and in the system. Fucali was meh. For the Capitals, I'm sorry I don't have time to look it up, but, you know, he's doing just good enough to be in the AHL right now, and as much as there would be some people who would want to deal him and or get rid of him, then, you know, who's going to take a veteran goaltender at this point? I think the Bears would much rather, and the Capitals would much rather see guys like VTech, you know, rather use VTech. Um, Hunter Shepard's doing well. 
Copley's doing what he needs to do down here and could be trade bait as well. And we do have Hunter Shepard and Ryan Bernard all the way down there in, in South Carolina as well. So there's going to be an odd goalie out as we head into the trade deadline. And I've always said Phoenix Copley needs to watch his back. And I stand by that. But is Fukali really the answer? I don't know. But I'm not ready to abandon ship on him just now. Because it's checks notes. Only January. We've knocked goalies like Sammy. And he was able to turn it around in the second half of the season. Justin Peters was able to find it for the playoffs in 15-16. Joe Kanata. Oh, he got shipped off to parts fun known. All right, Joe Kanata, bad example. There's time for him to turn it around. But as we like to say, it's getting late a little early for him. So food for thought or Fukali for thought. Eh? 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 I'll go to my room. Sorry. So that'll do it for the Grit and Barrett podcast. This Monday, we have a Tuesday night game against the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Baby Penguins, the suddenly half-decent Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins who got um, Anthony Angelo and Pierre Oliver Joseph back. Um, thanks to a Bridgeport win, put Wilkes-Barre back down in the cellar at five at 4.55, but, hold on, but Wilkes-Barre is getting reinforcements and could actually be half-decent. Lovely. The Bridgeport uh, Islanders are in seventh, but they're frisky at 463. The Lehigh Valley Phantoms, who are able to split there down there in Charlotte, are getting back to 500 little by little and rung by damn rung at 485. Methinks we must keep an eye on them. The Charlotte Checkers at 1915 2-0. Still a damn good farm system, and they're still tough at home at 556. Good enough for, ironically, fifth. Hershey's down in fourth, but that's because we have an ultra-tight spot between one through four. A loss can send you really packing, so don't, don't, nobody be freaking about. He's okay, it's just a, it's just a log jam here at the top at 597. Springfield's also at 597. Um, one, I guess, something, I guess, head-to-head matchups, whatever. Springfield's in third, also at 597. 603 is the Hartford Wolfpack, and leading this blankety-blank division is the Providence Bruins at 613 and has, at minimum, three to five games in hand over everybody in the division. God bless Corona Chun and her Omnicron little sister who just had to go through the entire league around Christmas time. Anyway, those games will be maked up at some point. So for everyone, we got a lot more games as we are heading on as football is wrapping up and there's going to be a lot more bears. There's going to be content. And me and the boys have said this. We need to be in a really good position as we hit Valentine's Day because the the games are going to get very road heavy and a lot of indivision on the road that does not involve the state of Pennsylvania. So the road is going to get a lot tougher 
as the cold grip of winter sets in. Be ready, Bears Nation. Be ready. So that'll do it for the Grit and Barrett podcast this week. Thank you to everyone for your times, listens, and downloads. Join us back on Friday for the Friday face-off as we will get you ready for all this weekend's action. Enjoy the winter. Enjoy the football. We'll catch you next time, and go Bears! Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network, where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020 to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.